Constellation, episode 19, The Reunion. Me, saviour, yours who is fake and great. I, the woke, am the woke in people, from now to revelation. People feel, bless that church, to the virus in the jizz. Flow green, the here is fuck of flow. Stop! Stop already! shouts Brian. It's your Twitter feed, says Dominic Cummings. You've been hacked, I told you to be careful. But I... God knows how anybody did that. How bad is it? asks Brian. If the people awaken, these the triumph, a messiah people. In the freedom, Freedom. No one can in. How soon it must suck. I must admit it's clever. It looks like they take phrases from your speeches, add other things that are, well, suggestive, and make them into haikus. Give it here, says Brian, and grabs the phone. He sees that he's tweeted 173 times today already, with thousands of retweets. 
And that's just today's. It must be a bot. A haiku a minute, I reckon, says Cummings, looking at his watch. Brian doesn't really want to, but he reads anyway. I so hard. How much of it is she? The prey is greenwash. In the green shit, no can be shit. How soon it must green. Dom, Dom, get the fuck to the oak in the hole. Be those Churchill beaches. We, Upper Fanny, unite on a chance in hell. The plague abuse his trousers. Plague. Heed, MP. Remember of the trousers? The 90s wearing through? I know any trousers, and remember my abuse has been abuse. My trousers, how many know it, Chris? The trousers are haiku. Brian strolls through quickly. He doesn't register that it said Chris. He's more worried about the trousers. What the hell is that all about? Sometimes it's quite poetic. Don't think, remember. Gone, 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 loveliness. But then there are others that are more worrying. Abuse, abuse, wearing that NOS to the MP in the hat. Don't haiku, Chris. I, you, must abuse. And shit, some of it reads like it's been assembled out of his private emails. A nerd office god. A dom into the hose. Christ, what again? In the off-meeting, this immigrant policy, a meme border. If the Jews believe, these the saviour, a freedom fake. In the proud office, I ask her into the arse, England, office again. No one polite along this Brexit but I call the police. I, me and women, and there my youth has been tainted. Priest from the east, hip preach church, in there, remember? Brian puts his phone down. What are we going to do? I'm locked out of my account. Like, someone changed the password? You have to get onto Twitter, tell them to shut the account down. It's just totally swamping any positive information about freedom now. And there's something else you need to see. Dom picks up the phone again and scrolls through. People are commenting on some of the haikus. Google nine o'clock service and see where Brian came from. I trusted this guy once. 
He ruined my life, basically. Don't make the same mistake. This guy's real name is Chris, and he's poison. Check him out. But you know what the worst thing is? Asks Don. It's the hashtag. Me too, freedom now. It's not just surpassed your own hashtag, but it's in the top ten trending tags. We're fucked, Brian. Well, he mutters under his breath. You're fucked. Dom doesn't really care. He's been offered a job, working for the Dutch government. Are you really all coming over? Asks Carl on the phone to Mary. Yeah, wouldn't miss it from the world. You, back in Sheffield. We need to get out of Den Haag. It's getting dangerously weird here now with the new government. We're coming to London tomorrow, then up to Chef, then onto the lakes. How's it going at the museum anyway? Well, it's almost all hung now. Yesterday, the press were here. They printed a picture of me in the star in front of one of the pictures. They printed it back to front, the idiots. Does it matter? Well, not really. You can't read the text on the protesters' banners, but anyway, you'd have to read Arabic to understand, says Carl. I'm just tweaking the colours in the projectors now. Gus is helping me with EQing the loudspeakers. It's his soundtrack anyway. Have you seen Dave yet? asks Mary. Nah, he's home now. Got out last week, but he's, he's lying low, if you know what I mean. I think he'll come up for the opening, though. Did you see on Twitter? Gus's bot is still banging out haikus. Unstoppable. Yeah, brilliant. Was that your doing, all those retweets? Partly. But it only needed a nudge and it took off. The XNOSs started joining in now for real. That's great, because I was worried that they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't want to dig up their past. Freedom now a history. Their toast, Mary. Well done. Well done to Gus. So, who's next? What, what do you mean? You think, you think we should carry on? Who should be the next target? Well, I've a list as long as my arm. Anyway, Carl, what was that about the, what's it called, NTF, WTF, non-fungible token, yeah, that's a thing, Kim persuaded me, for every physical work that I make there should be like a kind of virtual mirror of the piece, which is an NFT, if the buyer of the print also buys the NFT then they get it cheaper and they can sell it on separately, they still have the physical print. You can link them together like quarks, says Mary. Huh? You know, you destroy the one, and the other goes up in smoke too. Hmm. Actually, I don't understand the first thing about it. How can something virtual be worth so much, Carl? 
Well, it's not, is it? It's just like physical art. The object, materially, or in terms of time invested, it might not add up to much. It's the possession of it that costs money. Galleries, they sell ownership, not art. Never mind. I can't get my head around it either. So who's coming? Actually, I just heard from Kim and Gail that they're coming too, on their way over to Basel. Gail! I get to meet her at last. That's great. And there's you three, and Gus, Dave, hopefully Jim can make it. Toby's trying to get over from Brussels. It's almost a reunion of the group. Yeah, even Gus's Nether Edge amateur music co-op are coming. I had to persuade Gus not to let them play at the opening. They're still such stoners after all these years. Just missing Carol, eh? Carol, yeah. I often wonder what happened to her. Down in London, in the office, Fatima knows exactly where Carol is. She's on the move, westwards, out of Barcelona. Now that she's got access to the map, Fatima is obsessed with following everyone's movements. It's like watching a slowly shifting constellation. Carl Vaz had arrived in the UK the week before. London, then Sheffield. She'd found out that he had an exhibition in Sheffield. She'd even toyed with the idea of going up there, just for a laugh, really. Not very professional, though. Anyway, Carol, or Naima, is travelling fast now, on a train, guesses Fatima. Maybe on her way to Madrid? Hang on. The airport's out there, too. She zooms in and sees that Naima is indeed arriving at the airport. Interesting. Time to ask for some passenger details. She'd lose the connection, of course, once she was on a plane. Where's she off to? Maybe back to Morocco? In fact, Naima is about to catch a plane to Gatwick. Donald, her brother-in-law, had called. Her sister Grace was ill, really ill, this time. And basically he'd said, If you want to see her again, you better come now. Grace would have never have called herself. They haven't spoken for about five years now. They live in Leeds, but the airport there has gone bankrupt post-Covid so she has to fly via London. It makes her nervous going there, seeing what she's been cooking up with the Brummies. 
Hamid and Suflana have caught on at last. They seem to be planning something independently and she's happy not to know the details. Plan B is in operation too. Last week she anonymously sent a whole load of data on Frampton to the Guardian. They'll need to check everything, but she's sure they'll publish. She's not going to go anywhere near Birmingham or Stoke though. She needs an alibi if something happens. She knows Carl has an opening, but she doesn't think she'll go. That would just be too weird. What if they're all there? What if Toby's there? Later, Fatima turns on the 10 o'clock news. There's a beleaguered-looking middle-aged guy in a suit, trying to get in his car, squinting against the TV lights. Mr Frampton, did you illegally sell weapons to the Assad regime? No comment, excuse me. How many MPs are involved? Can you tell us how much you paid them, Mr... I'd like to get into my car, thank you. He manages to get the door open. Do you have anything to say to families of victims of cluster bombs? Frampton grimaces, shakes his head and manages to shut the car door in the reporter's face. Hamid is watching too. Shit, he thinks. Have to act fast now before the security on this guy is increased. At least now everyone will know the reason. It'll be front page news. Mass murderer executed or something. He takes out his phone to send a message to Suflana. The next item on the news is from The Hague. Kurt Wilders, Premier of the Netherlands, has today announced a state of emergency after a month of unrest and protests against the coalition's policies. Women's rights, anti-racist, Judicial and ecological organisations have strongly condemned the move, arguing that the government will use this to further undermine democracy and the judicial system. The move grants special powers to the police to allow them to clamp down on the strikes that have paralysed the country during the last weeks. Take trolling. When you're hassled by black activists or those bleeding heart socialists If the judges don't do what they're told or if you can't keep the youth under control Whether you're worried about Kurdish separatists or just awkward questions from journalists If you think refugees bring disease or if you'd just like to arm the police you think those protesters are just having a moan and you think that women should stay at home if you're worried about some obscure sect or if it's all kicking off at Sports Direct. If you want to criminalise abortion or 
Hamid winds the belt around his waist. He's thin, so it's easy to disguise it under his thick jacket. It's heavier than he thought. He's carefully taped the wires flat so they don't get caught. 
He presses the switch to check. He is at click. Then, his fingers shaking now, he plugs in the two 9-volt batteries. Suflana had brought the detonators around to the garage a couple of days before, and they'd finished the belts off together. Suflana didn't agree at first with the attack on Frampton. But having seen the news last night, he's convinced. They decided to do it together. Meet at the train station and walk the mile or so to Frampton's house. Waiting for the train, Suflana is sweating. Some idiot has turned the heating up in the waiting room and he doesn't want to take his coat off. You can see the bulge under his hoodie. To distract himself, he starts looking at his phone, scrolling through messages, usual stuff, personal cryptic messages from the others. But then he sees something. Someone's posted a photo. Infidel art exhibition, it says. It's a photo from a Sheffield newspaper. There's this black guy standing in front of a huge photograph. A crowd with banners. Something from the Arab Spring, maybe, but the Arabic letters look all wrong. And there's only one banner above the guy's head that seems to read Al-Maut ul-Daesh, Death to Daesh. And Al-Il Arumata, God is dead. Suflana feels himself going red. He gets up and walks onto the platform. How dare this Kaffir make a picture like that? It's a crime. He must be punished, this... He looks at the photo again. Carl Vaz with his work, Constellation 432. He feels dizzy. He's wishing that the train were here already. When he hears... The 1540 train to Leeds, via Derby, Nottingham, Chesterfield, Sheffield, Barnsley and Wakefield is arriving at Platform 3. Suflana doesn't think twice. Once he's on the train, that luckily is cooler and not so crowded, he sends the picture to Hamid with the caption, Change of Plan. Hamid has just arrived in Stoke when he looks at his phone. What the fuck? Suflana was supposed to be here waiting and he's sending photos? Then he sees. He zooms into the picture. He reads the article and understands everything. He looks up at the display above the platform, finds a train going east and sends a reply. Coming, bro.
Fatima is working late, helping the team track some mispers, but she's keeping an eye on the map. One of the Brummy phones was on its way towards Stoke earlier in the day, and having seen the spot on the TV news about that businessman who lived near there, she'd warned the local police. It was a Syrian connection after all. But then, the spot on her map had changed direction, on its way to Nottingham. False alarm, she thought. Mary Garnett was over in the UK too, in London, but she'd started moving north. They all seemed to be on the move. And then, end of the afternoon, Naima had started to move due south. Sheffield, thought Fatima. Maybe she's going to the opening too. Though it was strange that none of them had had any contact. When another brummy phone starts up to Derby, it's time to call her boss in. What's going on? Just look, she changes to a view which shows the traces left by the phones. It's clear now, they're all closing in on Sheffield. What's going on there? One of them, Vaz, the artist, he has an exhibition opening. But I don't see why two suspected terrorists would be interested in that. Over the next hour, Fatima watches the group of dots shrink to a single point. It's like stars, she thinks, caught by a black hole, a singularity. Something is sucking them in. It's not just Sheffield, but it's a single place in the city centre. The Graves Art Gallery, where Vaz has his opening. Is this what the algorithm has been trying to show her? The coming together of these people for an art show? Is that all? That they're just all going to a party? A reunion? In a way, she wishes she could be there to see it. Feels left out, having shadowed them for all this time. She picks up the phone to warn the South Yorkshire police, just in case. toast, a toast to Carl, shouts Mary, over the hubbub, raising her glass of champagne. The friends move closer. A toast to us, says Carl, to the group. Back together since when? 1986, maybe, says Toby, when you buggered off to the States, Carl. His voice dies away. Mary looks up at Toby's face. He's staring over her head, looking puzzled. Then his jaw drops. Carol, he says. They all turn around to see Carol, smiling shyly 
She gives a little wave. Uh, hi, she says. Surprise. Hamid and Suflana walk into the crowded gallery. Hamid can see them standing around the picture in the newspaper. It looks different for some reason, but this, this is it. He feels light-headed, but sure of himself, invincible. Suflan glances at him, takes a deep breath, and reaches inside his coat, feeling for the switch. <laughs> 